Welcome to the Boston's Big Four podcast. Cast, cast, cast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. All right, we're back. Episode 98, Boston's <laughs> Big Podcast. Justin Clancy's with us. Hey. His Thank first appearance since the beef episode Hello. two beef years beard. ago. Weird beard. Weird beard. He had a weird beard during that episode, Ooh. if you didn't notice. Um, you know, we, we, we recorded a different different take like two minutes ago, and Jack said I didn't. he didn't notice that I had a weird beard. So now It's I'm, my well, fault. We now it's a different, different fucking turntables. <laughs> How the turntables. How the turntables. So, uh, yeah, if we're being honest, that beard was fucking weird, it's man. Fucking so awful. <laughs> Like so we're happy thing. to see you uh, with the baby face, rocking yeah. the baby face yeah. today. And uh, cut cutie over there. Since that yeah. episode yeah. two years ago, things have happened. You you moved to L.A. for a bit. Yeah. Now you're back home. Back. Back on the North Shore eating beefs only uh, every other week only because on uh, only on your cheat days yep. because you've lost what forty something pounds yes. since you came back from L.A. Yep. Sorry, we need you a little closer to the mic. Yes. So, Sorry, thank you. Uh, so why'd you get so fat in L.A.? And um, how, <laughs> how did you manage to lose that weight when you got home? Well, <laughs> there is a whole spectrum to depression, my friend. Oh, mm-hmm. No, but it was just like, I don't know, dude. I wasn't taking care of myself. I mean, I yeah. was still like chubby out here before I went to L.A. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like when I was in L.A., I got like. Big, it happens. Dude. Like it happens. I was just like sad and like you know COVID quarantine and just like ordering so much hot chicken. Ah, like, oh, dude. Who wasn't though? Like yeah. all you need. We all needed something. Oh, we all know? got it's fat like, during quarantine. Oh man, I needed something to hold on to, and yeah. I just held on to food. Yeah, exactly. You know, I was just like. I also it was just like, I was super unhealthy like mentally too, and like I just wasn't taking care of myself. It was fucking gross. I was a fucking yeah. floof ball, dude. Definitely been there before. Complete, it happens. Yeah. Complete lard of a human being. Like, yeah. Well, here's the thing. And I mean, it sounds like you acknowledge that you did pass the limit. But I just want to at least make the statement because a lot of people kind of go wild out there. I'm just making sure everybody knows. Uh, it's okay to indulge. You know, we're allowed to eat our crazy foods. You of know, course. you can have a mac and Hell cheese yeah. for lunch, whatever. Like, yeah. But when, I, you know, I just wasn't comfortable with yeah. where I was at and who I was and, like, you know, how my, how my chest felt when I had to walk upstairs. Totally so understand I that, right. Had to make some moves, dude. Even my mom was telling me, like, you know, you're getting, you're getting up there and, like, my mom's Jewish. They don't, they don't call you fat. They want to f- make you fat. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's, like, their goal. They're, you know, Jewish women, they want to they wanna feed and make you fat. So Make sure you don't can, wither away. So you, right. They can eat exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. They eat you. <laughs> like Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So what was what was the L.A. experience like for you overall? Oh, man. Was it positive, negative, a little bit of both? See, it's positive, but also pretty negative. Like, I'm a very cerebral person. You know what I mean? Like, almost too cerebral. So I'd be getting in my head about shit, and I'd be thinking about shit way too much. Mm. And, like, the interactions that I've had, like, L.A. is, like, it's so transactional in a, in a sense of, like, oh, what you got for me, what can you offer to me, like, type shit. Yeah. And also it's just, like, man, like, there's no depth in people, dude. Like, I say that in a, in a way that it's just, like, there ain't there ain't much. Yeah. <laughs> like there, there there ain't much. Like it's just like what do you, what do you think it is? Like pretty people, pretty cars, pretty houses, like pretty money, all that shit. Like yeah, it's all there for sure. That's about it. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's only so much like like there's only so much depth within that beauty and like you you get fucking sick of it. Like 70 and sunny every single fucking day, dude. It's numbing. That's interesting. It's just numbing. That is yeah. interesting cuz you would think that would be like really nice, but yeah, after well, when it a becomes your like, normal, then your yeah. normal is amazing, and now you're looking for like when everything's the same there. every day, and everybody acts the same, and right. everybody's in the same, you know, hamster wheel. Exactly. Like, I'm like, oh, like you're you're really too, like you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is set, huh? Right. Like it's very face value, and it's very superficial, and you know what I so mean. So it got old real fast. Well, it got old, like, but I could see how it wouldn't get old for a lot of people. Yeah. So well, is there any sense of community, like, I guess, kind of? 
it is sort of the hub where everyone thinks like that's where I'm going to go to make it kind of in, yeah. in LA and a lot of people kind of make the joke like no one's really from LA everyone goes there to become an artist no and that's the thing that fucks LA up dude yeah there's no that's community, the thing that really. fucks LA up because the LA natives are ill mm. like the LA the people that are actually from LA or like from the area like they're dope as fuck it's the the fucking coolest dude from Idaho that moves there with a million TikTok followers that fucking ruins it for everyone you know yeah. what I mean yep like yeah. that's what you know fucking Jake Paul or whoever fucking fucking Brad from Iowa <laughs> with a million TikTok followers cause he made up a dance and now he's signed you know yeah. what I mean like yeah. dudes like that just fucking spoiled a bunch but I mean, <clears throat> don't get me wrong. The music community out there is dope. And I made some really good connections. And, like, I linked with some really good people. But in that same token, of course, there were, like, the not-so-tight interactions and, like, the not-so-good not so feelings that came with being there. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I almost was, like, I went through this phase, like, artistically where it's, like, I wanted to write these, these pop songs, these very ABC, ABC-structured records where it's just, like, you know, you... You sing about love, or you sing you lost the love, or it's like I'm happy, I'm not so happy. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's just like only so many stories to tell, anyways. But, yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. But it, you know, and like I was writing for people, like that was like my main thing in LA. Like I did like a ton of like writing for other people, writing for commercials, writing for you know whatever the fuck. And how, that's if good, you don't though. mind me asking, how do you find that work? Because I feel like that's. Um, I guess there must be agencies to contact, but I always wonder, like, where do you get to the point where someone is uh, looking for you to write a song for them, you know? When when you can sing and write like a pop star, but you're not pretty enough to be a pop star. <laughs> I, that makes sense. Writing that down. <laughs> yeah, right? Nah, but, like, so it, it's kind of just like a, you know what I mean? Like, just everybody's signed by somebody out there, like publisher yeah. or, you know, something. And, like, you get in these writing rooms, and, and usually it's, like, you get in these rooms if, like, somebody wants to work with you, but, like, they don't want to work with you like that. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, we'll just co-write type shit. Yeah. So is that, like, a... I mean, is... That must be as valuable, though, as doing work with somebody in the studio, yeah. like, directly, I, I guess. Don't get sense. me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love co-writing. Like, I just mm. pitched a bunch of records today. Like, I still top line and, like, write for other people and shit like that. I love that, you know? If something doesn't work for me, like, if I make a record and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to use this. Like, I pitch it. Okay. You know what I mean? I have no problem doing that. Yeah. You know? Um, I loved I loved doing that. But it was just one of those things where it just felt so contrived after a while. And it's just, like, the stereotypical, like, I'm in L.A. I'm writing pop songs in L.A. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I tried to, like, be, like, these people and like i had like this really stark self-realization out there and it was just like i'm not this yeah like this is who i am this is where i'm from this is what i am like i have fucking massachusetts on my neck dude. Yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. like i'm just like a grimy north shore kid like that's just like how I, how yeah. it always was so can't get a good beef out in la no you can't get yo you can't get your mom tried plate. to mail you one though yeah, my mom tried to mail me a, a Whoa, roast beef oh my for goodness. my birthday. Explain this process. How how does that work? It didn't work. It didn't oh work. no. Yeah, it was. It how was does HelloFresh do it? What? How does HelloFresh? Who's HelloFresh? Like, I don't know. What... The company that sends people. Someone is familiar. Thank you, off camera. I appreciate this. <laughs> I... <laughs> what so, is HelloFresh? HelloFresh is basically Peapod. It's like stop. Like they deliver your groceries, but it could be like steaks. It could be anything, and they come with like blocks of ice like yeah in them, so it's all packaged like so it's, okay. it's nice and like this cold is just, a roast beef three-way is like one of those things man you, just, you can't you really just can't. ship it across the country nah, it's yeah, not gonna be i guess because that's cooked it's you know yeah. already ready yeah you just can't man you Can just you keep it under like a heat lamp a for sacred, a six-hour flight sacred thing you'd have to separate all the elements you'd have to separate the sauce and the mayo and the cheese with the roast beef and the bun it would have to all be it's separate. really only I, exists on the on the north shore and it's it. like Nobody's been able to duplicate it. No. You just listed off a bunch of ingredients. Now I got some questions. And Let's I don't want to dig too deep on the beefs. But I now I'm... I'm fully prepared. <laughs> All right. You're, this is on camera. I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. I've never had a real beef. And I always picture them with mustard. So you said mm, mayo. No, not mustard. See, you're I thinking picture, of it That's like a different a, flavor um, to me, you know? Like it's a fucking, what's it called, sandwich. Um, I like ham and cheese or something. Like a, like a, a Reuben. Yeah, like almost like a like a Reuben yeah. type. 
No. Because I always think of um, it almost like a... It's not like boiled. No, it's mayo. Yeah, like a boiled dinner sandwich. Yeah, it's, it's like not how, boiled. Okay. Yeah, the I three exactly ingredients in the three-way are cheese, mayo, and James River, James right? Riv, yeah. James Riv. Interesting. And and if you're getting a super, it's on an onion roll, toasted yep. and buttered. Okay, well, I'll have to try And that. if you get it any other way, you will get destroyed in the North Shore Beef Fucking Group. Oh, it's ruined. like soup Nazi? I'll just get <laughs> like, thrown away. Like some people get <laughs> like... Thank God, from Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> no beef for you. No like... soup for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, people put, like, lettuce and tomato on it sometimes, and they just get destroyed in that group. Oh, you oh can't do God. lettuce and yeah, tomato? No, that. oh, absolutely no, not. I usually that. take that not. off my sandwiches anyways. It gets in the way. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I'll eat them separate. You know what's a crazy thing that I do? Let's get into my works now. It's my episode. Um, <laughs> when I eat a sandwich, I'll take the tomato right off and just eat the tomato. That's alone. weird. I that's, do the opposite. Is weird. that weird? You're You're serious. Serious. <laughs> I take the tomato off and throw it in the trash. That's what I do. I'll take one bite, like, but I'll never order it with no tomato. Just because, like, taking the tomato off the sandwich is just, like, part of the sandwich ritual, dude. Yeah. Like, like a cheeseburger. Like, I'll take, like, because I'm like, okay, today's the day I'm going to enjoy this fucking tomato on mm. this sandwich. And it just never happens. I just wind up <laughs> fucking. This, this like, I, we try to like tomatoes, but yeah. can't do it. Um, I love tomatoes. They're just good. Devil apple. It's the <laughs> devil's apple. <laughs> Oh my god. Tom Brady, Tom Brady doesn't eat tomatoes. Yeah. I forget why. Oh, They're okay. Like, no, Tom Brady doesn't eat tomatoes. I, Justin doesn't eat tomatoes. Yeah, exactly. TB12 method. Yeah, yeah, I think that's an inflammation. Fucking thing. rage eating almond. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere, some, somewhere in some mansion, Tom Brady rage eats a fucking almond. <laughs> that would be golden if that was like on he's going to splurge. He's going to have like one extra almond. Yep. That's it. Or avocado ice cream. That's his go to dessert. Is that video real of him throwing the ball into the pitching machine and it comes no, back to fake. him? <laughs> it's been debunked. It's been debunked. I didn't, didn't look real, but I was just like... The one where he throws it to the moon is also not real. <laughs> is that, that a video? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's Whoever does his Instagram videos is a uh, talented, talented yeah. individual. Yeah, he got a good content team behind him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bittersweet. But, Bittersweet. Um, Watching him go. Yeah. Hold seriously. on, circle back. No beefs in L.A. What did you do to... to no parties out? in L.A. No more parties in L.A. So I um, I switched my beef addiction for a hot chicken addiction. There we okay. go. So hot chicken is like Nashville-style hot chicken. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this? I've heard about it. Like everyone who goes to Nashville posts on their Snapchat that they're eating hot chicken. Let me fucking tell you, dude. This is... It, it's a slippery slope, my friend. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Can you get it around here? I think so. Yeah, flip the bird. And what is hot chicken? Okay. Oh, flip the bird. The place that Eric was like addicted to. Oh, for a dude, while. that was a fucking issue. Shout out, I Eric. Know. That was an issue, dude. Eric was at flip the bird. I remember he was posting like every day, like, and people were like, four, "You need to get help." Five times a week. Yeah, me. I was telling. Yeah. Him. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in L.A. smashing fucking God knows what, dude. Eating so much disgusting shit. No, so, so Nash- Nashville style hot chicken is just like fried chicken. And it, it, the spice is like a, a rub. Mm. It's like on it. Okay. It's so good, dude. It's so fucking yeah. good. Like, seems it, like something that they should be able to make anywhere. Like, why don't we have that here? Well, but is the rub, how different is the rub from the Colonel's 11 herbs and spices? Hmm. Or the 13 herbs and spices, like from KFC, whatever they got? You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. they almost do a rub. That's got to be different, though, right? Way like, different. fried chicken? Way different, dude. Okay. Way, night This day, is way know. better than KFC. Yeah. But it's got, like, a, a spice, like, there's actually, like, what are the peppers used? Is it, like, a... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> it is, dude, it makes the butthole pocket, brother. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. That's all you need to know. It's fucking it's some heavy shit, man. It's some heavy shit. You ever see, um, you ever see Walk Hard? I know no. about it. The I Cox yeah. story? <laughs> All no. I know are the scenes where it's like you don't want any yeah, of this. Yeah, this is like you don't turns all the bad feelings into good feelings. <laughs> Sounds like I want it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want none of this. This is a logical next step for you. Yeah. That's my favorite one at the end. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go yeah. watch Walk Hard. That's fun. <laughs> that's that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, we should talk about that uh, song that you released recently. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to hear what, what you're going to ask me. Uh, well, it's 
we just talked about when you were out in L.A. making pop songs. Yep. This obviously is not a pop song. No, but <laughs> it, not in a traditional sense. It's um, it's dark. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's definitely something that you probably wouldn't have um. It's something you wouldn't have tried, you know, a couple of years ago. It's something that that you've. It's taken a while to get to this point where you're comfortable enough to release something like that. Hell yeah. So what was it like kind of getting that weight off your shoulders and, and recording that song and putting it out? Liberating, for sure. Like, my thing is this, right? Like, all the all the stuff that I made, like, on the color blue and, like, all that stuff, it was like, yeah, it, it's great and all, but, like, I mean, you know, looking back, I'm like, this is this fucking bullshit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, all this is fucking bullshit. The color blue? Yeah. Is bullshit? Because here's the thing, right? Like, I was trying so hard to, like, be inspirational. Yeah. And I didn't necessarily give myself permission to hurt or to, to you know what I mean, still be in that. Mm. And at the end of the day, like, I hurt, too. You know what I mean? Like, I fight. Like, I fight every fucking day. Like, there's shit that I gotta fight for. Right. And, like, I should be able to, like, feel okay enough to like say that shit or like write that shit or record that shit you know because there comes a point where like trying to 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 fit that role or like be put on that pedestal like it only goes so fucking far man like and also like the the way that it made me feel like and i felt as though i had to like be on this pedestal and it was it was just bullshit, dude. Like I was struggling so hard when I was making color blue, and I never talked about it like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And that's like one thing I kind of robbed myself of, and also my listeners of, because they don't really get like a in depth look into who I actually am, mm. and I don't get like that same cathartic experience writing it. Like I remember yeah. after I wrote Noose, I was just like, Whew. I'm like, whoa, that was fucking heavy. But like the melody, yeah. like is so beautiful, and like the 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 chords and like the chord structure, it's like so well done. And it, if you if you eliminate the the lyrics and everything like that, it sounds like a pop song. Right. And I right. was intentional with that. Yeah, I. It's interesting because there is a dark element to it, but I something about it doesn't feel like negative to me, if that makes sense. Like when I'm listening mm. to it, I'm kind of like being put into a thought provoking mood, not like one of those like certain songs, you know, kind of just make me want to like sit and like I'll just uh, sort of like sulk to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, like right. sulk to it. it. And like this one is like a song where I'm listening and I'm like thinking more, you know, and it's uh, I and it doesn't necessarily leave me in one of those like dark emotional states if that like i agree yeah Yeah. so but it does have those dark components but it's it's so important we've said this about other artists too like you didn't really feel like you were do making your stuff with uh some of like the more pop things and like this is your emotions and you're really like conveying it in a in a hundred percent real way and like you said you felt relieved like this is now i didn't manufacture something that i know people will like this is me exactly and people will like it like, exactly thank you like i didn't fucking regurgitate anything yes like i didn't regurgitate like as a you know a fucking love song or like you know try and like steal like a structure or like any fucking element like like that and like the records that i'm about to put out are just like me in like my absolute purest form like as myself mm. so you're not really concerned with like you're not you know, constantly thinking about how it's going to be received. Like, you're just making something that you want to make, and it feels good to you. And yeah. that's pretty much just the most important thing, I think. Literally don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Don't give that's a fuck. That's good. That's good. Like, I'm making this music because it's the music that I like, and that feels right. And it's therapeutic. Right my spirit. You know right. what I mean? Like, literally could give a fuck less. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, you know... I, I like that it's a thought-provoking record, too, because, like, I wanted that that sense of duality within it, like, the beautiful ugly, you know? So I wanted people to hear it and kind of be like, what the fuck? Like, try and, like, figure out what they just heard, you know? Because hmm. I'm trying to, like, experiment, too, and kind of, like, play with soundscapes and textures. You know, Knox and I are, like, really locking in right now and, like, trying to make some new shit and like there's nobody there's literally nobody you can compare that fucking song to 
No, nobody. There really it. isn't. Nobody and like, you know, people want to cling on to that 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 safety. That's like, oh, this sounds like this person. Like mm. IOU. IOU like sounds like Bruno, Bruno Mars, Mars, right? You know what I mean? Like TV dinner kind of sounds like Mac Miller. Fucking people want to cling on to these comparisons. People always want to compare. So I do have a question. This actually kind of gets me quick. Quick tangent. Does that sort of like you know how the human brain will try to make faces out of everything? So like if you hear a sound that's like you're trying to like match it to something you already know that maybe you already like, does that like make any sense? Of maybe that's like what people subconscious are doing because. I understand as the artist, um, I've been told this before by other artists, like you don't want to be told that something that you made appears mm. derivative or looks like something else. Like you, you're like, this is something I made, you know? So Well, that's bullshit. Yeah. That's bullshit. I feel like a lot of artists will say that, but really, that's bullshit. Okay. Because everybody, there, there comes a time in every artist's career where they get into that, that, that mode of thinking where they're like i gotta make something that sounds like this person right. i gotta make something that that totes the line of like this artist or this genre or this subgenre type beat mm. you know what i mean yeah, type I, beat down to like every, the fucking beat right you know? yeah, yeah so that's that's really that's that's bullshit i mean of course everybody strives to have their own sound do they no you know what I mean? Like, they mm. don't. Nobody really, yeah. No idea is original once you yeah. actually fucking think That's about true. it. That right. is true. Like, like this whole project is, like, derived, like, from fucking Radiohead and, like, Nine Inch Nails and, like, old fucking grunge music mixed in with, like, the rap shit that I, that I grew up doing. You know right. what I mean? So no idea is original, essentially, but... Yeah, no, that's true. I think it's interesting you say that because that evolves. Like, there's... Now, like you said, that blend, I don't think that blend is something that was happening 15 years ago necessarily. Like, And now wow. it's something that you've grown up with, both of those things, and they've influenced you. And now, mm -hmm. not that you're taking from them, but of course we're shaped by the things we experience like as we grow up. So music that you've heard or whatever, like it's not wrong. And, and like this happens in so many other fields. Like you hear comics coming up. They sound like some famous person. Like you can hear their cadence. Like it sounds kind of like somebody else. And um, it's impossible I, not to be influenced by people. Like, yeah, it becomes something original, though, by being that blend of your experiences, those sounds, the other sounds, right. and like everything. So it's kind of interesting. Like it's not necessarily original in that we all come from some foundational material, but then it becomes its own thing. If that like um, makes sense to everybody here. But no, I feel of course, it, yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. And like, there's a balance to it. There's like a very healthy balance to it as an artist. It's mm. like you know. It's it's being inspired. It's it's a mixture of being inspired, influenced, but also being careful enough not to tote the line, being driven by it. You know what I mean? And by when I when when I say being driven by it, I mean like this is like what I want to sound like. I want to sound just like this person. You know what I mean? Right. It, it it shouldn't necessarily be that. And that's like something that I saw a lot when I was like you know out there in LA and like in the writing rooms and in like rooms for myself and like, you know. They want to make a record that sounds like this record. And right. they would literally play that record. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we want so it to sound to like. It seems so <laughs> because insincere. it's formulaic. Yeah. It's all formulaic. Well, because they've seen that work, so they, they just want to recreate it. Let me they tell know you. it works. Let me tell you the pop formula right now. I'll tell you. All right. You take it up an octave for the fucking hook. That's yeah. it? Literally, that's it. I mean, I could name like five songs off the top of my head right now that do that. Oh, my I God. I Have the Tiger by Katy Perry being one of them. I mean, okay. Think about it like like how she starts. Think about the song like with the verse. I got the eye of the tiger. It's yeah. like fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just one of the formulas. Yeah. That's one of the formulas, but it's all very formulaic in like the way that they write, and that's why I was like, dude, I was so it's sick. It's just of, like, way too structured. The song and, like, structures and like, yo, not enough me. space for creative freedom. Exactly, at all. it wasn't me. I was so yeah. so like that whole like that whole song noose like embodies exactly what I'm doing on my new project, which is just like I wanted to take something beautiful and I wanted to fucking destroy it. You know what I mean? Like I took this beautiful sand soundscape and like this like lush instrumental and like you know what i mean that me and Knox did and i wanted to like take it and just like fucking destroy it and add some like dark shit when i was writing the song especially the second verse i'm like okay what's something that i could say that to like really just like fucking fuck this up yeah you know what i mean 
and I was like putting myself. I guess I, I was putting myself in like a, a a room of like all these pretty LA people, and it's like, what's something that I would sing or what's something I would say that would make those people as uncomfortable as fucking possible? Mm. And it's just like I probably died before I wrote this song from an overdose. You know what mm. I mean? Like just shit like that, like you know, and like detailing like the the hardships in my life that I actually real life fucking experience. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, that's that's. That's what I did, dude. And it was so fucking liberating and it was so freeing. And like, I just remember doing that. I'm just like, yes, like I created this beautiful, ugly, like. So would you say if you never went to L.A. and experienced the shitty times that you experienced, you never would have created that song? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think it was imperative. Like it was moving to L.A. and seeing the, the, the ugliness in all of this beauty and also like seeing like that inherent like ugliness within myself was a pivotal moment for me like as an artist as a writer and even like as a human you know what i mean like because um you know i was also fucking pretty shitty out there too and it, it, it it made me realize like I wasn't embracing the ugliest parts of myself. Mm. And that's something that I was doing on The Color Blue. That's something that I was doing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm dropping, like, all these beautiful songs. Grown, right. fucking beautiful song. I love, love that, song. that song. Like, Grown is one of the, my favorite songs I've ever written, right? Same. Like, IOU, another fucking incredible song. Changes, like, another incredible song, right? Like, these yep. are all beautiful records, but I'm not embracing, like, my ugliness. Because hmm. it's, it's just, like... I was afraid. I was afraid of getting, like, truly vulnerable. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, I, like, I came back, and when I made, like, this project, it was just, like, you know, I was feeling, like, extremely low, and, like, I I had thought that it, like, it felt like a swan song. Like, it felt like this whole project that, you know, it was like a swan song. And once I created it, I was like, yeah, I'm not going fucking anywhere, but it was just like in that process. We made the whole fucking thing in in 12 days, dude. Wow, the whole project. Yeah, or the song. Whole project. Project. Wow. Oh my we gosh. made a whole project in 12 days. Wow. Because I got over that fear of like, what are they gonna think of me? Am I gonna be good enough? Are they gonna think I'm good enough? Like, am I gonna sound good enough? Like, is this gonna be played on radio? Is this gonna get playlisted? Is this gonna, you know, what's this A and R gonna think of this song? All that shit is just fucking up your creative process. I feel yeah. like when you're thinking about that stuff yeah. too much. When really, like, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my process. Like before I made those records, like. I went home. This is my first time, like, being home from L.A. since, like, pre-COVID. So I was out there for, like, eight eight months or something like that. And I went home, and I stumbled upon um, my notebook that I used to write in from when I was young, 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 young. Oh, wow. Must have been some gems in there. There were some gems. There were some fucking really weird, dark stuff. And then there was just, like, some, like, whack shit. And I'm just like, yeah, you, you know, I was fucking whack. But, like, I'm I'm reading this, and... I noticed that, like, there was something about me as an adolescent and something about me as an adult, which made me two completely different people, like, as an artist. And that adolescent me was beating me as an artist right now because of the level of vulnerability that I was having. And I got back to my core. I was like, yo, I'm not, like, writing about, like, my shit. Like, I'm not writing about, like, my, like, what I went through as a kid. I'm not writing about, like, how I feel inside. I'm not writing that, like... You know, sometimes, like, I want to fucking die, dude. Like, yeah. I, you know, that's something that I really struggled with out there. Yeah. Like, I really fucking struggled with that. Yeah. And I wasn't putting it out there. I wasn't being honest with myself. And I read all of my notebooks. I read, I reread everything that I wrote when I was a kid growing up. I'm talking, like, eight years old, nine years old, ten. Wow. You have all that stuff still? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I still have my first rap that I wrote when I was eight years old. Wow. Oh, wow. And, like, my first... I I listened to, like, my first radio interview when I was, like, 15. You know what I mean? That must be weird. Yeah. And it was, like, all of this stuff, and I'm just, like... I have, like, my whole life here. Mm-hmm. Why not actually just write about, like, my whole life? Like, my real life. You know what right. I mean? Like, what I, where I'm at right the fuck now. And, yep. like, that's what I did, dude. And that's why it was just, like, so quick. Like... 
on the on the project I play all the guitar on it, with the exception of like the solo on one song that I'm not gonna say right now. But I play all the guitar. I don't know how. Like before I made that record, like I I play guitar for like a month. I was gonna say, how long really? have you been playing? Yeah. I mean now I've been playing for like a solid like year or so. Okay. But like before I made the record, like I don't fucking know. I, I I could barely even pick up a guitar, but for some reason, like it's the weirdest shit ever, dude. Like That's why I was having dreams, like and somebody in my dreams was like showing me like what frets to like hit and You like, were Doctor Strange practicing guitar? That's wild, bro. Dude. Is that a thing? Yeah, in Doctor Strange, he's sleeping and his astral form is like studying while he's sleeping. That's crazy, dude. That's what you were doing. But it was it was a different entity. Like it wasn't me. Like somebody came and visited me while I was sleeping and showed me like. Wow, that's Bef- awesome. Because in between sessions, because like I have a thing where like you know I, I have like a hard time like sleeping out. You know what I mean? Like I like sleeping in my bed, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes, and fucking. I have this, I had this thing where I would just go to the studio with Knox. We'd be in there like all day. Um, I'm talking like eight, nine hour sessions. And then I drive back to my, to my mother's house in PUD, which is like an hour and a half from fucking woods, New Hampshire, wherever the fuck. And, um, yeah. And I would, I would just sleep in between these sessions, dude. And like somebody was showing me, like somebody would come to me in my dreams and like show me like that's fucking start awesome. with this fucking chord you know what i mean and for some reason i just knew dude and i just would wake up i check it out on the guitar and it would just come to me wow wow so you heard it here first Jimi hendrix taught justin clancy how to play guitar <laughs> yeah this is crazy exactly exactly that is wow that's insane so how long have you uh that's why how long you been working with Knox? We had him on recently, and he was oh, he yes, was raving. He fucking did. Yeah, yeah, he was raving about you, and yeah. you know, obviously, you, he produced the whole Color Blue album. He's he's your main producer, like he. Yeah. So he's an extension of me. You know okay. What I mean, like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't sound how I do if it weren't for him. Right. He pushes me. So how long have you known him and been working with him? I've known and worked with Knox since I was like sixteen, seventeen. Okay. Since you were rapping. Yep. I remember he was in a basement in Weymouth in our first session we did together. I might know that basement. Yeah, do you? <laughs> yeah. I bet you do. <laughs> Wait, is, this, is this the, uh, the bomb imagine- shelter? This was the bomb oh, shelter. Oh, yeah. Somewhere else. I, is it's just like, no, there's place? one basement. No, no, oh, no, in we- all of Weymouth. Yeah, there's oh, one okay. basement in all of okay, Weymouth. Okay, then I we do know, know the basement. We know the basement. <laughs> <laughs> No, fucking, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we did the session and it was for an eighth of weed. Nice. Yeah, he mentioned that actually. He mentioned that. Yeah. And like we, we kept in touch like ever since, um, briefly though, but we never really locked in. I got up with him one time. I, I, well, so we met, whatever. Then I got sober and then I, um, we reconnected and I had him like record this fucking awful song I did. (laughs) Awful song, dude. Awful song. And I thought it was going to change the world, man. Oh, man. I was one of those, like, it was like a concept song. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like about, like, about, like, this girl. And she was like, she came from a good family, you know? And then this, this guy comes along. He ruins her life and he starts pimping her out and gets her pregnant. I mean, that th- sounds like Poison's This Fallen sounds like Angel. a Kendrick Lamar song or something. No, this was like awful, dude. It was <laughs> fucking awful. And like, it was so funny because like, I remember like trying to get like, I was like 20, I think. And I was like trying to get like the, 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 the National Women's like helpline involved and stuff and like oh man and and like yeah, the, you were trying to do I was good so things. hype no you had but the right this, idea but the you song had the right was idea. so Your heart was bad. in the right place no but yeah my heart was in the right place but the, the song was in the very <laughs> fucking wrong place and if you have enough money you can own the song I kind of want to hear yeah. this song no you don't <laughs> I fucking swear to God you don't was dude. it ever released it's, right. it's rough hell no oh, okay Just hell like, no but like what happened was like me and Knox were recording the song. And, like, I had him, like, throw a master on, like, this other really fucking shitty song I did that that will not come out. And at the end of the night, I'll never forget. I'm like, do you fuck with this? He's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) At least he was honest. Like, honestly, man, he's uh, like, I don't. And I'm just like, oh, shit. 
I'm like, well, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's like, I don't, I don't know about this, bro. And I'm like, all right, well then, why don't, why don't you just produce a record for me? And, you know, he was like, okay, we'll figure it out. So we book a session. I get there. We start from scratch and we made TV dinner. Damn. And that's how wow. we made TV dinner. We've just been working together exclusively and consistently ever since. That is... Shout out Knox. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Knox. Yeah. Because he was the one that like pushed me to sing. Okay. Because I started... Because like, that riffing. was the first time you sang, really, was on that Pretty song. much. Yeah. I started like riffing off a hook, and I was thinking about like outsourcing it. And he was like, oh, no. He was like, why don't you just sing that? So you weren't wow. professionally trained before you started singing? No. I oh. mean, when I was a kid, I did singing lessons and stuff okay. for like two weeks, and I started smoking cigarettes. That's like exactly the musician's path. That's how I think yeah. it's supposed to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, cigarettes you know, make you a better singer? Maybe. Do they? I feel like Neil, I think, uh, was it Neil A Diamond? lot of great singers smoke cigarettes. I think cigarettes. it's Neil Diamond or some, somebody that smokes butts. A lot of a people lot of do. Singers I think think to like make them raspier. Oh, to make them raspier. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Janis Joplin probably did that. Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Anyone that's not a uh, you know a drug addict, can anyone <laughs> pick one? Go oh, yeah, once, going twice. Wait, fuck! I'm also shit. All right, yeah, it checks out. Yeah, it you're, killing out. It. you're killing it. It checks out. It's good company. <laughs> that you is know, good it's company. I, yeah, I've heard some people talk about like if they're doing like if they're smoking like weed before. We talked about this actually on Hunna's episode. I had alluded to like smoking like weed before shows. Like, do people do it? Because uh, some people, that's their whole thing. And some people will wait till after because they know they're working against themselves, like if they have to use their voice in the show. Mm. So I always wonder, like, especially on the cigarette part of that, like, usually you're probably going to smoke before the show, but somehow that seems to work. Like, I don't know. It, that must be a maintenance thing. But anyways, is just curious. Like, all right. The way I prep for shows is very simple. I fucking don't. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, no. Yeah. do you like, drink tea or something? That was one time because I was sick. Oh, okay. But my thing is this, like, I just don't overthink it. I don't overthink it. Like, if I'm going on stage, yeah. it's like, okay, this is what I do. This is what I'm used to. This I think that's the best way to do it. Doing forever, like, you know, obviously I'm not going to fucking slam, like, five Newports back to back to back. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. And then go on stage. But I'm just going to chill, like, how I, like, usually would, you know? Right. Mm. T is a good move, though. I think I'm going to start incorporating that a little yeah. bit more. I remember I, you, I forget what video it was, but you said you butt chugged tea before. Oh, fuck, that's right. I did drink tea at the House of Blues, too. Yeah, that's what, that. that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm butt chugging this bitch. We in here. Honestly, I don't think there's any downsides to tea. And anytime I, like, ever, like, look into tea, it's just like, this is good for you. Helps yeah. your heart. And I'm like, Especially what? if you butt chug it. It's just like, well, then why don't I drink this every day? Yeah, exactly. And you look at the downsides of coffee, and you're like, but I want to go yeah, fast. Right. But I want to go very yeah. Exactly. I'm trying to go fast. I'm in this trying bitch. to go fast. I'm trying to not fall asleep ever. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going fast forever, dude. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we know your pre-show ritual though, because that I, I ask people a lot actually what their pre-show ritual is, because I'm can I'm always curious <laughs> like when you. Like, eat a certain Some meal, people like, are just like, I just get really drunk before. Well, that was, like, <laughs> Hunna's thing, because yeah. I was, like, alluding to that some people I was going to say, like, Hunna not getting fucked up at any point in time. No, it was yeah. so funny. Yeah. Owen was like, what's your, like, me- do you, like, you know, do you pay attention to what you're putting in your body? Like, what do you eat before you go on stage? He was just like, man, I just get fucked up. Yeah, that was like... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know who fucking... <laughs> I remember I was, like, I was probably 19, right? And I did a show with, with Apathy and Self-Titled. Okay. Right? Okay. And, like, I used to look up to these guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rappity rappers. Rappity rappers. Yeah. I mean, you know, this was, like, this was, like, real deal to me. And yep. um, I go up to self-titled. Mind you, we're at a, a bar in Manchester. We just performed for, like, 25 people. You know what I mean? Like, this is obviously the pinnacle. Yeah. Um, And I'm, like... I'm like, yo, I'm like, dude, do you have any, like, tips to, like, perform and stuff like that? And he grabs me, puts his arm around me, he says, three tequila shots, kid. <laughs> it's like, three tequila shots of beer. And oh, like, my right, God. Dude. I'm like, I love it. I'm like, okay. That was Apathy that said that? Ah, uh, this was self-titled. Sorry, self-titled. Knox is just, like, going crazy. Holy shit. Shout out Knox. Shout out Game Knox. Changer. Can't believe he's doing a remaster on the project right now. 
Let's go. We gotta Ooh. make that bitch Heard louder. it here. Yeah, first. heard it here first. Breaking yeah. news. Love yeah. that. He's a savage, dude. So the yeah, album. Don't sell yourself short. You're a savage. You're you guys savage. together yeah. are, are the dream team. You and Knox. I appreciate that, man. I feel like um, I feel like we just work together, man. Like it yeah. just works, dude. Like my fucking weird matches his weird, and so on and so forth. It just kind of clicks. Yeah. Like Can we he, expect you in a sauna video soon? Absolutely fucking not, dude. No, dude. That that's a different. That's a different. Nah, man. I'm a, yeah, that's that's all him, bro. I don't. I don't know about all that. You know, seems like it could be fun. Oh, yes. <laughs> Those videos are hilarious. His yeah. sauna talk. Yeah. yeah. He's just like not speaking English. Yeah. I just don't the, know what the fuck he's just speaking in know. tongues, dude. That, yo, those he videos, posted one where it was like three of them going on at the same time. I'm like, no. no I was like, this is nightmare fuel. Those, dude, it's, <laughs> dude, it's like the sleep paralysis demon. He just knocks in a sauna. Screaming at his fucking phone. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. He loves going to the sauna, though. That's his thing. Yeah, shout out saunas. Oh, I know. I remember one time, like, our ritual, like, I had come to visit from L.A. This is before we made this project. And um, he would not go to the studio. Like, he would not start the session until, like, we did laps in the pool together and then hit the sauna. No way. Interesting. Would not do it. Did dude. he have any theory for that? Like, does that kind of put you in, like, a different state? Like, you're not Me? jittery? Or did he have a theory, like, as to why that he would just help? He's like, doing laps in the pool. In the oh, sauna. he's like, I just got to get this workout <laughs> yeah, in. So yeah, how do we do this? He wanted to, like, fit it into his day, dude. That's Sometimes fair, you work better after a workout, though. Well, that's what I was curious about. I wonder, like, you get all, like, kind no of fucking movement idea. out of your no body. No idea. No, like, because then we didn't do it anymore. Like, and then, like, now yeah. he's back in the sauna. You do you know feel like I mean? you focus better after a workout? Or, like... <clears throat> I feel like I, I enjoy, like, working out because it kind of, like, shuts my fucking mind up yeah mm. you know what i mean all i need to focus on is like counting reps and like counting my breaths when i'm running yeah everything the music that i'm listening to it's a good distraction yeah everything else is just kind of like you know it kind of shuts the world up for a, it's little a healthy bit. distraction yeah, yeah. dude because like you know my my biggest thing is like i think too much i mm. think a lot all yeah. the fucking time i can never shut I feel it that. off mm. can never ever ever shut it off i mean i'm talking like three four five in the morning like i'll just wake up and think mm. and think and think and go to sleep then wake up and think again you know what i mean everybody in my life knows i'm a fucking maniac with it <laughs> like everybody in my life but like you know when i go to the gym it's just like everything is just kind of you know it's like a meditation almost yep but i don't want to sound like one of those like gallon water drinking douchebags no. you don't come across as one of those the gym is my drug <laughs> yeah. no yeah <laughs> fucking hell yeah brother no yeah everything in moderation go visit the gym but then go do something crazy go eat some mac and cheese you go know fucking yeah exactly exactly it's, cold, it's all about balance exactly but yeah but, i mean that's 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 pretty much it man i just you know i made some some very very extreme life changes since that's good that. that is good don't get me wrong though there was some good shit about LA like, like what what was the best thing and then what was the worst thing <laughs> oh, oh, oh god oh my fucking god um let's see the best thing is like the friends that I made you know what I mean like I made some really solid friends out there like outside the industry too you know what I mean like yeah. I would go to meetings out there and like my AA homies are like super fucking sick like you mm. know what I mean like my friends that are sober out there are fucking great you know Word. Um, I really enjoyed like the camaraderie and like going to going to meetings out there and just like you know meeting new people and stuff like they're fucking sick mm. um the worst thing? I mean, man, <laughs> there's a lot of fucking very bad things. So you have an album coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, man. What's the uh, what's the of official shit. date on that? September 24th. September 24th. All right. I haven't announced it yet. Any more? Oh. Uh, heard it here, here first. Oh, Let's go. Man. I'm going to announce it like, what? what's the Probably date? before this episode comes yeah, out. We're posting <laughs> no, this ASAP. August 6th. I'm announcing it August 6th. Oh, okay. We can get this out before then. Uh, Maybe. Well, then our episodes will be out of order, but that hasn't been a problem in the past. It has, so and it we'll never should be. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, any um, more uh, singles before the album? Videos? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna drop um uh, another one August twentieth. Ghost. Yes. Should I not said that? No, you're good. <laughs> that is fine. Cutting it out. Honestly, cut, you're good. Cut that part out. It's fine. Yeah, good. we're gonna drop that, and then we're gonna drop the project, and then um we're gonna drop another video, and then we're gonna drop motherfucking show. The illa show I'm ever gonna do ever so far. It's, Hell yeah! It's gonna be amazing. I can't. I'm pumped for that show. Looking I saw I saw the lineup. It's it's a secret yeah, lineup. you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Eric. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Eric, man. Thanks, 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 Eric. You haven't heard it here first because it's a secret. Yeah, we, but I mean, if you have Eric on Snapchat, you heard it there first or so. Oh, talk about uh, your feature because you don't do a lot of features on uh, Caso's new album. Oh fume. yeah, 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 man. I love that record, dude. I fucking hate Caso. <laughs> yeah, he's a piece yeah, of shit, he, but it's a good sucks. song. It's a good song. Yeah. I'm going to send in my cease and desist, so enjoy the fucking song while you still can, because uh, my voice is about to be off it very soon. He, he will be hearing from my lawyer. Love it. No, I love that record. I mean, I, lo- I love Marcus most of the time. He's, uh, you know, he's a good friend of mine. You guys like, you guys have a funny friendship. I, like I, you're you always his, shitting on each other. And yeah, it's you hilarious. always troll his stuff. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, on social media. Bro, like, it's because we're like we're like so similar. Like our personality yeah. types are like so same that yeah. we just clash. Like it's awesome. We just hang out just to like fight with each other. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. I love to see but, it. Yeah, I love to see it. Always, dude. Always. But like, no, he he showed me the record. He was like, I want you to get on this. I'm like, dude, fuck yeah, I'll get on it. Like whatever. And I re- literally, I think I recorded it at my spot when I was living Word. in LA, and then. I like re-recorded it when I moved back. Okay. Yeah, he showed it to me like have it. I want to say a year ago maybe, and he was like, I, "I'm trying to get Justin on this song." Really? Like, yeah. That long ago? It, God, it must have been maybe maybe like October of last year. Yeah, I want him to do a video for that shit. But he was like, "I'm trying to get Justin on this song," and I was like, "You should do a fucking fuck video yeah. for it, it." Yeah, definitely, definitely do a video for it. That's a fucking dope record, man. It really is. It was it was good to see him kind of taking that, you know, creative leap of faith a little bit, because he's been showing me stuff like for the last couple of years, like bluesy records and stuff. Yeah, and that's his that's his fucking bag. Right. That's my Absolutely. that's my favorite. Like he he's got the cadence and he's got the voice for it. Like that's what he should do. This is root beer, by the way. Love root beer. Shout out IBC. I dude, IBC I used to order that specifically at Chili's because I think they were the only restaurant that had it. Yes, and in I the, would in the mug. I feel like I was an adult. Yeah, it was the best. Oh my god. Yes, yes. Now I just shout out Chili's. Yeah, shout out to Chili's. Diet IBC all fucking day, dude. Oh, yeah, that's it. my shit. But yeah, man, love that record. Love it. It's yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> that's a great one. Uh, I did want to ask you about, so you mentioned changes a while back, and I'm sure this is unrelated, but I I would be upset with myself if I didn't bring it Can up. Can you say something about Justin Bieber? Yes, you released that song. A couple days oh my later. Oh, God, I didn't he, want to bring this he up. He releases but... a song with the same name, and it's pretty, like, similar kind of feels, you know? I was Can like, we talk about this? Is this... I think Justin Bieber poached your song because you're clearly plugged <laughs> in. I guess we're talking about it. I, yeah, I brought it up, bro. Justin Bieber, you got enough. I feel like you're more misunderstood than a bad guy, but come on. Yeah. Um, yes. Bieber stole from you. No, I don't know. I, no, but yes. I don't know because, all right, so here's the thing, right? I wrote that record. I wrote that song, Changes, and I sent it. <laughs> I sent it to these people who I was involved with at the time who had a direct line of contact to him and okay. have successfully pitched songs that he's used. Mm. Interesting. You've pitched songs that he's used? No. Oh, okay, never mind. You mean no. the people, people that you sent it to? Okay. Yeah, yeah, like the people that I, that I was in with at the time, like had a direct line of contact and stuff like that. And, I mean, it was, it was uncanny, mm-hmm. to say the least. And then also I watched, like, his music video... Um, where he's like on on a piano, like a baby grand piano, mm. on a mountain. Sounds a oh lot my like God. something during you did. The sunset. <laughs> oh my God! And it was just like uncannily similar. Like 
But at the same time, just, like maybe it's just like a great minds think alike type thing type situation. Uh, but the the release dates, yours was like what a few days before. Because I found out the name of his, and I was like, oh, I gotta put mine out first. I was like, I gotta put mine out first. That's I was like, wild. no fucking way, dude. I'm like, no. Because doesn't he even way. say like I've been going through changes or something like that? Like it's, it's yes, yeah. they're like this. So I even sh- brought this song to a friend of mine who's like. Uh, He's a Berkeley musician. I've shouted him out many times. He's like a expert session musician, and he can basically just like see the music. And and He's I showed a very him similar songs. chord structure. That's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Like it, I mean, like they're Almost different. Almost the same key. But they're yes, okay, it's like the so same feel. He stole it, but right is what it is. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. If he did though, that's sick. Honestly, yeah, that's kind yeah. of a compliment. That's fucking sick. Like if the, he didn't, then one of like, the biggest pop stars I'm in the world. Masturbating is. in the mirror here. But like, <laughs> if he did, that'd be fucking sick, Bro, dude. If that's the case, then I'm with you because I think that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I think that is. Dude. <laughs> We're all jerking off in the mirror. Let's go. Jerk, dude. Better be a yeah. big old wide mirror. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> But uh, no, it definitely there were some similarities there, and I'm but that's a compliment. A One of the biggest pop stars in the world. <laughs> what? What did you just say? Sorry, I feel like that'd be ideal. <laughs> yeah, that, we can see everything. It's like a whole wall. Oh, a dance studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sorry. I'm I'm well, still on uh, that mirror. Yeah, if you know any dance studios that would be willing to host this event, we can. Uh, <laughs> uh, we that's can a Patreon that. exclusive for sure. <laughs> God, dude. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. But yeah, uh, Bieber copied you, and that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I mean, you influenced one of the biggest pop stars in the world. No. No. That's uh, the mic is sagging. I'm just What's sagging? You're like holding it by the connection. I'm just a a, uh, a Peabody guy. That's it. And uh, Justin Bieber's just a Canada guy. Canadian, Canadian, Canadian. I forget that you. all the time. That's so weird. Canada just plants big pop artists Dude, in America. Dude, Drake pop. and Bieber, like wow. There's got to be somebody else. Who's who's famous? Cardinal Official. <laughs> is that a person? Yes. Tory Lanez is also. Tory Lanez is from Canada. That's How's right. Sa- Mercules Savage from England. How is this happening? Is anyone from America? He's actually American? from uh, from the Caribbeanas, I think. I think, yeah, yeah. I just think people heard UK and they just thought like England, but he's oh, actually right. from the Caribbean. I, That's I an interesting point. Okay, I didn't realize this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'll have to look it up, but so not like a oi, mm. mate. That's well. That was all the jokes. That was like what I was picturing. Like, <laughs> the when the I memes were yeah. so good. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I remember that was such that. a good time. That was such a Ugh, good time. Simpler times. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's funny times. too because it seemed like such a serious thing to happen to him. Like, oh, he's being sent back home, and you're like, oh, I remember it was like the day of the Super Bowl that that was announced. Tr- go anywhere. Like, it's like he's being sent back home to East Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you can't still travel the world no matter where you're a citizen from. I don't know, but right. yeah, right. <laughs> we're gonna deport you into your next tour. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, right. <clears throat> all right. Well, um, it's been fun. What else? You got any more? You got any more <laughs> questions? You got any more? I feel like um, you're holding out on us, Owen. Yeah. I mean, we talked about when did you start piano? I mean, I I did want to know more about like your instrument like playing because obviously you do play a role like in the instrumentation like on your records yeah i mean every 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 record that we have that um is on like this next next project it starts with me either on guitar or on piano and then i write so what i do is i come up with the chords on guitar piano i write to them while Knox builds it Hmm. and he'll like add his fucking sauce okay that's that's got to be a great combination. So you're just like popping up melodies and stuff. And oh yeah. Just like oh yeah. It's very it, and it's just us, dude. It's just us alone. Like okay. you know what I mean. But um, I was, I started playing piano like what is it? Twenty twenty one, two thousand seventeen, eighteen maybe. Hmm. I think it was right after I put out Bottom Line. Okay, you were inspired by the piano and the video. Yeah, That's yeah, I was. So you had been making music before you got serious about learning instruments. Yeah, yeah, okay. because I wanted to be able to make the music that I liked. Right. You know what I mean? And, like, a lot of the music I liked had piano in it, and I wanted to, like, come up with the chords, you know what I mean? Same thing okay. with guitar. Like, I want to make the music I like. I got to learn the instrument that I like 
that's like the biggest element in the music. Mm-hmm. And so what was it like going to guitar from piano? Did Were any of those skills transferable or was it like a brand yeah. new thing? Yeah, it kind of like made sense. Like, you know, it took a while, but then it just kind of clicked and I'm just like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? So like now, like I'll be at my at my at my spot, and like I'll I'll play the guitar, and then I'll play that same chord on the piano, and then like I'll try and like you know I'll put the fret on, and then like I'll move on, I'll move down like you know half half step or step or shit. You know what I mean? Like it okay. just makes sense. Like the two correlate. Like piano is like the core instrument. Like once you mm-hmm. understand like theory and piano and like what that sounds like and looks like and feels like, then you'll be able to like implement it into other instruments. Would you ever consider playing instruments on stage? That's exactly what I'm about to do. Word. Ooh. Fuck yeah. yeah. Exactly Can we expect that at the next show? Absolutely. Piano? Ooh. Yes. A lot of Yo, exclusives today. Go. You heard it let's here go. first. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love, I love it. that. Yeah. When's the last time you performed? Phony people show. Wow. That was a while ago. Mm. Two, almost two years. Almost two years ago. I can't fucking believe it. This is the longest Damn. I've ever gone without doing a show, dude. Would you have done shows in L.A. if it weren't for the pandemic? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I was planning some. Yeah. I wanted uh, that to do, sucks. I wanted to do, um, I wanted to come back and do, like, a, a show at the Middle East, like, a, you know what I mean? Just, like, yeah. a quick headliner. I wanted to do a show, like, for the, like at the Hotel oh, Cafe in L.A. and shit like that. Just, like, all sorts of stuff, dude. And it just got completely leveled. But now it's just like I've had all this time to prepare and like I'm building and building and building and building and like each release is going to be bigger and better and I'm, I'm fucking ready. I was like, you know what? I was like, okay, I haven't done a show in two years. Last time I basically sold out Sonya. Like this time I'm just going to fucking full send Middle East downstairs. Hell yeah. Like that's it. Like why? And you're going to play piano why on the stage. Fuck not? And guitar. And guitar. I'm Let's gonna, fucking I'm go. I'm just going to fucking full send it, dude. Hell like, yes. That's it. Love that's that. all I can. You no know holding I mean? back. No holding back. Why would you hold back? No, you know you can't. Might as well. No, I'm trying to do it bigger and better than I've ever done it for this show. You know what I mean? Like, uh, fuck it. Let's go. It's been go. so long, dude. It's been so long. I'm excited. I'm just ready to pack that bitch and have like the fucking night of my life. Like, oh, I'm so ready. Yeah, that's it, dude. That is exciting. Let's go. Let's I'm go. pumped for that. And, and I so and actually and I, this might be like easily researchable information, but I'm, I'm asking you because you got firsthand LA experience. Uh, we talk about all the time how we feel like Boston could do more with, like, venues that aren't, like, the House of Blues or something, like, for people to just go around and perform any given night. <clears throat> Are, does L.A.—L.A. LA must have more venues like this, right? Like, where you can sort of incubate your, your art and, like, find places to perform that aren't necessarily going to be, like, a 2,000-capacity room or something? Does that—like, I— or maybe there well, are just select places. I feel like L.A. venues are a little more coveted. Okay. Than the Boston venues. Just because, and I'm talking like legitimate venues, right? And I say that because it's fucking LA, dude. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking, you know, these are some of the biggest musicians in the world. Mm. And, you know, or they can pack out fucking rooms like nobody else. It's a little harder to book these shows. Whereas in Boston, you know what I mean? You, you, you know the people, then. You can fucking, you can do it. Once you got your foot in the door, you're good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Shout out to Leeds. Like, Leeds big shout is, out Leeds. Leeds yeah. has changed the game completely for like the whole entire music community. You know, um, if it wasn't for him, like, I don't even know what the fuck I would be doing in terms of like playing shows. And like, that's real shit. Yeah. Like, he's an incredibly slept on member of, of the music community. Oh, he's awesome. We love Leeds. We had him on before. It's a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Eeyore. What? I said Eeyore. Eeyore? Oh, is like Eeyore, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, see, I can see where you're coming from there. Yeah. I, I, fucking, I can see that. I fucking love that dude, man. Seriously, he's like... No, he was ta- I remember we asked him about you, and he was talking about, like... He, he was talking about when you were younger, and you would do shows, and he was like, oh, he was such a little prick. <laughs> really? Yeah. What did he say? Like when you were younger, I, you said you would just walk in like you own the place or something when you were like 15 years old or something. Oh, dude, that's because I would sneak in the shows and he would have to kick me. That man has kicked me out of so many backstages. Really? Oh, yeah, because yo, I used to, um, so I used to like walk up the ramp. Like I remember one time specifically, like Big Shug. Like I just like hid Shout behind out Big him, dude. Like I hid behind him to get into like backstage with like DJ Premier and fucking Royce of Five Nine and no shit. Way. That's awesome. Yeah, like he was walking up the ramp and I was just like, 
he's so fucking big. You're like, I'm, yeah, you know what I mean? There's no chance anybody saw me. That's wild. I've never been backstage at the Middle East. I want to see what that's Downstairs? like. Downstairs? Yeah. Well, it's, they it, got a pool. It looks cool. Yeah. No, fucking, no, Sell I me a pool like, pass. I, I fucking <laughs> I, I smoke butts. It's just going to be me having an anxiety attack in the green room. Oh, are people allowed to smoke in there? No. Oh, no. Let's do it. I remember... Unless I, it's Hefe Replay. Yeah. yeah. Dude, no. I remember when I was like... I was like... I, oh, man. One of my best Middle East downstairs memories ever, dude. I was probably like 19 years old or 20 or whatever, and I was backstage ripping butts with Prodigy. That's awesome. Dude. That is awesome. R.I.P. We were just straight kicking it, ripping butts. Like, oh, that's amazing. Dude. Yeah. That, that was like complete epic moment dude i actually have a picture of it somewhere dude it's just me and him ripping a butt the amount of legends that have come through the middle east is wild absolutely i love the middle east yeah, yeah. like that's why when people were talking about it being sold dude, eminem like, did a show there like before he was famous or something uh, yeah he, people posted like the flyer of it it was in like 97 or something yeah yeah he, yeah. Did, he did a show there I mean, everybody who's anybody has played the Middle East. Like, Wiz Khalifa was there in, like, 08. And then, like, two years later, he's, like, selling out, like, the Comcast Center or whatever. Mm. Was that Say Yeah? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Say Yeah. Yeah. I love that song. It was... What's the song that he samples in that song? (laughs) Better off alone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Great song. That's so fucking funny, dude. I remember that popped off on MySpace. One night in town. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> that was his first hit, really. It was. Yeah. MySpace songs are fucking undefeated, dude. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, MySpace. Those are the days. Also, for those for those listening or watching, just know we're a little unhinged. It is a. It is past midnight. So. Is yeah. it? Yeah, we should probably. This is late night. Yeah, so we, we can definitely wrap it. I mean, do you? I'm so I did. You, you. Let's do rapid fire, bro. I'm ready. My body's okay, ready. You posted merch. You when? posted merch. Yeah, you didn't have merch for a while, right? And now you do have merch. Um. Well, I've. Oh, I. I got merch on Teespring right now, which is kind of like a third party. Okay. But I'm getting new merch. Like I'll have a new merch drop very Word. fucking soon. New materials, because I want to buy a pink color blue sweatshirt. But I didn't know. Oh well, you can you you can buy that off Teespring. Is that whenever. still okay? But I'm also I was curious if there were other designs because I want other things. Oh yeah, I'm about to. I'm about. I'm. About oh, so to I drop, should like, wait. A whole line. I'm gonna Word. like re-release Will they my also website. Come in pink? pink. Pink. Flashy pink. Yeah, I can do that. I I yes. can do that. I think that's a good idea. I like bright colors. I'm Give trying to switch it up. Want. We can do pink. Word. <laughs> what else? What else we got? Um. Yeah, so is merch, uh, website, do you have like a website you want to plug? Not yet, but we re- we're revamping justinclancy.com. Okay, alright. This is the part where I put everything on screen, so justinclancy.com, TBD. And then, um, social medias, just Justin Clancy everywhere, or? Justin underscore Clancy. Justin underscore Clancy, okay. My man's already on it, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at, at Justin underscore Clancy on everything. Uh, yeah. Do you have anybody or anything you'd like to shout out before we close it? Um, no. Because then I'm gonna <laughs> feel bad. I'm gonna yeah. be like anxious. Like, yeah. fuck, I forgot somebody. Yeah. Just like, I feel did that. Did that person really deserve a shout out type right. thing? Like, we don't want any undeserved shout outs on this show. No, but then it's just like, you know, are they gonna feel like left out because I didn't shout them out? Mm. Yeah. I feel like I feel like shout outs are just setting yourself up for failure. That's why everybody cops out and shouts out God. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So shout out God. Yeah, shout out God. We try to shout out as many things as possible. Just We so used that... to do like shout out compilations after every episode. And we would just like backbreaking work. have a clip of all the stuff we would shout out. <laughs> and it would just be like shout out roast beef, shout out Justin Clancy, oh, shout dude, out. Oh, dude, we got to do another roast beef run. We do. Oh, yeah, we do. part we do two. another roast beef run. Jamie's. Oh yes, Jamie's is king right now. Shout out Jamie's roast beef. Yeah, we should do a segment so the, where we the go roast beef all wrong. The roast beef king changes right constantly. Yeah, it seems friend. like. Got your back, bro. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. I was under attack right there. You almost fucking killed me. You <laughs> almost lost your life. So yeah, the, uh, the roast beef, like the best roast beef place. I feel like it varies. It changes like every few months. It seems like. Jamie's has been raining. But Jamie's has it locked down right now. Are they going to take the whole crown, like, all of 21? They already have it. 
Wow, alright. My buddy Maddie over there is fucking cooking up that fire beef. Shout out Maddie. Shout out Jamie's Roast Beef Dude, Peabody. Absolutely ridiculous, man. Shout out the North Shore Beef page on Facebook. Yeah, Owen's yeah. got to pop his cherry. I want to try it, and I was also thinking I should maybe go and order one completely the wrong way with lettuce, tomato, with mustard, you know, like see what they do. He just wants to watch the world burn. No, but wouldn't that guy. be a fun segment to see how they react they to it? They won't. They won't. Oh, they they'll won't. just give it to me that way? What you should do is do that and then post it in the group. Post in the group and say, so good. This is, the <laughs> yeah. favorite. This is my favorite way to have it. It's a fucking cheeseburger. Yeah. Essentially. See, I, I, I'm not trying to be the heel, but I'll be the heel just for it to be entertaining. You know what I mean? You That's a good that old wrestling term. I mean, it is funny. Like some people <laughs> post in the group just to get like negative reaction. Oh yeah. I mean, you've done that before. <laughs> I do that. Yeah. Every yeah, time. Every but time. It's like most people know I'm trolling. It's the yeah, old, yeah. Like, boomer. That right, fat fucking boomer weirdo. People used to call you a SoundCloud rapper all the time. Yeah, I loved that. that was <laughs> I'd be like, who's this fucking SoundCloud rapper? You're like, I'm not a rapper and I'm not on SoundCloud. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but now I just I embrace it. Yeah. Like... But yeah, uh, thanks again for coming on, JustinClancy.com. Thank you, Justin underscore Clancy. North it. Shore's finest. Yes, let's go. All right, episode ninety-eight. It's a wrap. Bang. <laughs>